a draft. Although Superflex can Superflex can play games with just about everything. Like if quarterbacks start flying in the second round too, like I expect that they'll be, you know, what eight to ten in the first round, and then if we get another eight to ten in the second round, all of a sudden people start scrambling, but then value starts falling. Yeah. Uh, me and me and JD did one uh, not too long ago, and I really like it. And a lot of stuff fell my way in that one. I think what we were back to back on that. JD sniped me. A- I think we were. I think we were six and seven, or seven and eight, or something like that. Um, they all, they all, they all roll into one after a while. All, uh, the, all the drafts. I um, those and and how like. I do a bunch of best balls, but you guys are on another level. All right, so we got a big show tonight. We're starting early. We got a. We're gonna do a ball in special tonight. We're gonna definitely rock one of these guys, the FFPC Superflex number two, ten grand, thirty-five dollar entry. Superflex, obviously, tight end premium. It's just a nice draft, man. You can go so many ways. But first. We're going to talk about, uh, I got my buddy Wheeler on. If you guys watched us last week, we did a ball-in with $125 buy-in for 200 grand. FF underscore Wheeler, one of the top rankers on the planet, now part of the 33rd team. Welcome back, brother. Is that, is that what you guys, is that what you guys my, do? That's my thing. That's my thing. I'm starting that. That's the new does, does, Thanks. Does, Great to be here. Does Larky know about that one? Did he? No, did no, he that's been, he'll approve it after tonight. <laughs> he, he had the chance to be here, but he's got to go to some expo. I heard about something or other. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's some kind of expo going on. I'm I'm stuck north of the border, man. I can't I can't do any of the fun stuff you guys do down there. Street camp. We got uh, we got our boy Jason from the swamps down there in the Florida. I keep calling him the swamps. He's probably getting pissed. How you doing, brother? I like the uh, the Letterman, Letterman uh, beard. What's happening, JD? Thanks for having me, dude. And it is a swamp. It's Florida. No there matter you go. The neighborhood, it's still the swamp. And those alligators and stuff down there. So, did you cue that music? Huh. you guys want to hear the music before we get into it? All right, we do that. That's by the people. Go district. <laughs> Bleeding a ball, defeated the eyes, didn't see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie. And that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know, do strapped and they don't do bad and they don't lose. Make you wanna bleed, bleed, bleed. It's the Go District boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Yeah. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing. And I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I laugh at the critics, yeah. they mad at the digits. Yeah. I clap back by listening. Yeah. See, balling ain't a problem if you kick it with them off. And I refresh the feet till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go.
All right, what is up, Fantasyland? We we got the proper intro done for Wheeler. Wheeler wanted to hear a boy Gabe rip it on the ball of my anthem, which is awesome. And what a better way to kick off tonight. We got football on tonight. We got some live drafts going. We got Jason. We got Wheeler. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you're in the in the comments, in the live chat, drop your comments, drop your questions as we go through this. We're going to start the FFPC Superflex Best Ball Tourney 2 at 10 p.m. So that is in about 26 minutes. Until then, we'll talk about a strategy. We'll talk about, uh, I started saying Wheeler and I are in, in a draft. Wheeler, how many people in this draft? Is like 60 or 70, something like that? 300. Oh, okay. I'm way off. Way off. That's why, that's why, that's why I couldn't find your draft board. I'm like, why am I not finding Wheeler? So no, there's it, five, di five divisions of 60. So you can only see your division. It's drafting with giants. It's the number eight DWG eight. If you want to follow that hashtag, um, Andy Singleson started it. Good guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is the eighth year. I think, I think my first year was year three. And it was either year three or four. We both made the final four yeah. along with Michael Olivia. I think that's yeah. his last name. I, I lost I, I lost to him in the final. And that's the year that I won this bad boy. I'm trying to like point to it <laughs> like a cool guy. But I, I won that guy behind me. That's, that was, um, what is that again? King of the drafts or something like that. So I won that one and I and lost the final with DWG. Was it DWG four? I think it was four. Okay uh anyways it was one of those yeah i think you and i it was our first ones and and we've been in them since and they're fun man i think i had um sigmund bloom in my uh division a couple of years ago uh it's a fun draft a lot of people in it like you said i didn't realize there was a few hundred now that's crazy um but it's it's really different and that's why we kind of wanted to bring it up we're not going to spend too much time on this but again just looking at the different uh drafts that are out there right now definitely some cool formats uh, talk about how this is different than some of the other drafts that you're doing right now, Wheeler. Okay, so the quarterback scoring is extremely high, but it's kind of extremely high across the board. So I think what you're going to see is a lot of teams drafting quarterback early because they do score so high, but I, it's a best ball. I think that's a mistake. I think if each and every quarterback should benefit from this scoring, then again, you kind of have to look. It is minus three for interception. Um, one point for every 20 passing yards. So those pocket passers benefit. Uh, there's points for completion, uh, negative for incompletion, but it's not too drastic either. It's not like some tournaments I've seen. Um, so I don't, the guys, I don't know if you guys can see this. I'll try to get as big as I can, but this is basically just showing you where the quarterbacks finish uh, versus the other positions just with the scoring. So jo Josh Allen, obviously with 459, uh, those top six quarterbacks over 400 and everyone else is, is below. I think if you look at most scoring though, you're going to see a ton of quarterbacks up at the top. This just tends to spread out like, yes, you want a quality quarterback, but I I'm more in the mind frame of if I can get two in that like second tier or it depends on how you break up the tiers, but like yeah, yeah. if I can get the 12th and 13th best, I'm just fine with that because I would rather them ham and egg the way to the top than just be relying on one and, or wasting that draft capital where you can get guys at certain positions. Another thing, what you're going to see here 
and I don't see it as much on yours as I said did on mine. My draft went. Um, I'll show some, some different ones here just so maybe you can. Uh... Yeah, mine, I think, went eight or, or uh, nine or ten running backs in the first round. Um, oh, okay. Because it is point per carry. Yep. Um, and then it's half point. Well, here it's quarter point per reception, but you get a quarter point per target. So that kind of breaks down to like a 0.65 or a 0.6 per reception. It's a little more than half point. Um, when you average out the numbers, I've been in this for a while. So my first couple of years, I'm like, how does this all break down? Um, and kind of going crazy over that, but tight ends are almost double that. So they get point point four per target. So it's not quite double per target, but it is double for reception is 0.5 per reception. So that tends to work out to basically a full point PPR, whereas the running back and wide receivers are kind of getting a 0.6 to 0.65 PPR. Um, so it devalues, in theory, it devalues the wide receiver scoring, but you're starting three wide receivers, so I think they're just as essential. Yeah. And I, I know I started out my draft. Um, yeah, I've got you, yours. I don't know if you're able to share it or uh, you want me to pull it up. If you have it and you want to pull it up. But I started out at Cup, and then second round I went for Net just because running backs were flying off the board and I wanted to grab – at least the second tier potential. Oh, and in this scoring last year, Fournette was the RB5. So I kind of like, he was about the 15th or 16th running back off the board, maybe later than that. But um, last year, in last year's scoring, he was the RB5. So I kind of went, eh, I'll take, I'll take a running back here just to kind of CYA and go with that hero RB. And then I was able to get Pitts coming back in the third round um, because it is – I don't think these guys realize how strong um, a tight end premium it really is compared to the other positions. Yeah, you and, you, uh, and I were, you and I were chatting when I was on the clock in the second and you got him, you know, at a, yeah. nice, at a nice value there because I had to take him in the second round – coming back to me after I took McCaffrey. I almost went Andrews in the second, but I was kind of like, I thought if I went Andrews there, I wouldn't get um, the running back coming back. Um, I, w I, I wouldn't get Etienne or Hall coming back. Yeah. And I was kind of, I mean, maybe they get pushed back one further if Fournette is still around in there, but I didn't think it was likely. And I was eyeing up Pitts in the third anyway. So I was crossing my fingers that he would come back to me. And when he did, I was pretty happy with it. And yeah, gone. any three of those guys would have been good for you there coming back. Yeah. 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 I just well, thought it was most likely that if I let um, Andrews go in the second, it might push Pitts back just a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you put, you threw in another two receivers there with, is that DJ Moore and Marquise Brown? Yeah. DJ Moore is my guy. Um, I was hoping. Yeah. Marquise Brown. Now I've seen him going like 
he started going late third and then he dropped to the fourth. And now I see him going in the fifth round in a lot of different places. Your, your Is receivers, that- your receivers are pushed down compared. Cause if you look, uh, if you go back to my, uh, where is it? If you look at my board compared to yours, look at where, yeah. look at where my, like DJ Moore was gone in the right. fourth here. And then yeah. you, you got him down in the fifth. No, I got DJ, DJ in the fourth, but Marquise in the fifth. Or Marquise in the fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's very similar then, I guess. I just like, I feel like a week ago, Marquise was going much higher. Maybe I was just drafting him too high, (laughs) which is possible. Yeah. I feel like uh, people got back on the Hopkins train a bit more. I know Jason actually was selling me on uh, Hopkins and, and kind of pointing him out as a value just for what he offers coming back from, from six. Um, Jason, anything pop out or anything on this, this kind of, scoring system that you see strategy wise before uh, maybe we talk a bit of FFPC action. Again, I agree with the, it's so funny. It's just tight ends. I'm, I'm a, you're about to find out. I like drafting. I want at least one of the top five tight ends. But this, I know the scoring system, but if you look at this, I mean, it just looks like it looks like a dang, a normal best ball, like uh, on the Amari Cooper went super early on in one, and I'm assuming that's because of the target thing, and that he should be like a a target hog on on that team. I found that interesting. Where where how early Amari Cooper went in Waller? Oh, I didn't see that. Is that one of the other boards, or is that in uh, Wheelers? Yeah, it was in Wheelers. There we go. He went right after Wheeler picked. Oh yeah, he went right. He went actually. Wow, between Pittman and DJ Moore, yeah, that is kind of early because usually you see Sutton go ahead of him. McLaurin usually. And with with McLaurin, he's starting to fall. I used to be, and even or not McLaurin. Uh, who are we just talking about? Arizona Brown. Marquise. Uh, I think his injury and uh, and then out of the legal trouble. You know how finicky everybody is. Any kind of bad news comes out, a player starts to drop pretty uh Yeah, people what, get people get nervous. But was it really an injury? Like I thought he just missed practice because he got arrested for speeding. Like uh, but string as well. I didn't I, mean, I just didn't see the injury. Like I was looking for an injury and didn't see one. I could be wrong though. Yeah, now I see it. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, Wheeler? As with, with what you've seen now, what, like what five rounds in, rest of the draft, you, you pretty much have a good idea which way you're going. You're just kind of seeing how how the draft plays out. What are your What are your thoughts uh, after five rounds? I'm I'm probably going to get one more receiver in that sixth round if I can if there's still a value. Um, might shift a quarterback depending on uh, which ones start to fall. Um, what were we talking sixth round? I'll, I'll probably start to look for quarterback in the eighth, ninth round. Um, it's all about what value falls. And I'm hoping there's some running back va- value that falls. Cause I feel as though there's that huge rush of running back in the beginning. 
Yeah. So there's probably going to be a counter reaction so that people fill up their lineups. Like there's quite a few from what I gather, like good analysts in this draft, but I don't know how many drafts they're really doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some higher profiler names. Do you know any guys in your draft? I don't really recognize guys in mine. I don't think. Yeah, let me take a look. Um, oh, actually, no. What am I saying? Oop, I'm actually I'm, I'm between two guys, two regulars uh, on the show. Uh, John Lobb is in the one spot. I'm in the two <laughs> spot. And then Shane is the worst. Our buddy Shane Manila is in the third spot. So I'm actually squished between the only guys I know in this draft. Oh, no. You know what? I'm thinking about Razzball. I'm in Razzball as well. And that's a uh, that's actually it starts out best ball. And then week 10. Name you dropper. Name yeah. Dropper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's that uh, data force charity. That's the name dropper. <laughs> that that one has Pat Fitzmorris, Pat Thorman, uh, uh, Sean Corner, um, John Paulson, Waz. Like, yeah, I think Joe, Joe Bond. No, yeah, I think he's actually in both Razzball and that charity one. Um, Jake Seeley. Like, there's so many names in that one. That's that was my name dropping one. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, actually, in this one, there aren't many, there aren't any names that I recognize really. Did did you guys um, have you guys done a lot of the Superflex one for the FFPC? The first one. I did not. I did a couple. Okay. I think two. Jason, do you get any in there? You're on mute. I think. Sorry, I had a cough. No, I, I, hmm. you didn't do any. I'm sorry. My apologies. I was making sure everything's right on this before the draft. Yeah, the, yeah, we got 11 minutes uh, before we start here. Just over 11. I was just asking for the first one, the super, first Superflex tourney they did on the FFPC. If you got any entries in for that one? No, I've I've done. This is my seventh one in in, in this one. In the number two? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, maybe I do have other ones in the first one. <laughs> I didn't realize the second one is done. I think I have like a dozen in the in the first one. Managed to squeeze in there. No, I've done quite a few of these. So what do you guys like about these? I mean, it's it's fun. Obviously, Superflex, Tight End Prem it's slim. There's so many ways you can go. There's no kickers or defenses. Like a lot of the FFPC, uh, tournaments. Wheeler, what's, what, what do you like about these, uh, these tournaments? I mean, I like, I like the super flex tournaments. I feel like there were a couple last year or a couple in the past, but now this year you're starting to see more and more. And I'm glad FFPC and a couple others got on the bandwagon and at least had have some sort of offering when it comes to Superflex. Like in all reality, like we need to get in leagues where we're starting more players. Like the, I, in my opinion, the more starters that are in your lineup, the less it comes down to luck. Like yeah. the the yes, the injury and luck is always going to play a hand, right? But if you're really on top of your game drafting, you come up with the best structure and the best depth and the best players, of course, like that becomes a skill after a while. Um, And uh, 
And it, it, I, I always kind of say the first six rounds are going to look the same on almost every draft board. And Jason kind of said it like he's looking at the DWG eight and he's like, kind of looks like every other best ball I've seen. Right. Like, so that first six rounds. And I think I was saying this one time previous, like I break the draft down into three parts. I really feel like you win the draft in that second part, that second six guys, basically six to eight guys that you draft. That's where the skill comes in. That's where the judgment calls come in. And uh, that's really where I believe the draft is won and lost. Yeah, I think the first, like you said, those first five, six rounds, I mean, they'll point you in what direction your draft is going, but not everyone takes that information and runs with it the same way. Right. And that, that's where, where I think what you're saying is where the, the difference is between, you know, the winning players and, and everyone else. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think Superflex definitely, it scrambles up the top a little bit too, because you'll always, you'll get six to 10 quarterbacks going in that first round. And then all of a sudden the, 12 pick is the one pick or do they get a second quarterback? And then you, you almost immediately hit a different strategy um, in these super flex drafts than you see in the standard drafts. So it's a, a good way to jumble it up. Jason, I'm jumping over a bit. Uh, we only have eight minutes till we start drafting. You're a San Fran fan, 49ers fan. How do you feel about Frank Gore uh, news that came out today? Uh to me, it's it's the off the field stuff. It's off the field. Stuff. We're losing uh, you, brother. Hey. Aliens, <laughs> got, aliens got you. Huh? Maybe leave and come back because you sound like no. the aliens got you. No, not now. No, oh, there we go. You're good. Go no. ahead. <laughs> All right. Looks like we lost uh, we lost Letterman for a bit. He's uh, his connections in and out. That's all right. We'll get him back. Yeah, it's all right. We'll get him back on. Um, so we got seven minutes in. I'm in the five spot. You're in the seven spot. It's funny. We just joked about it on Friday when we did the um, the 125 best ball. You know, we both prefer the ends. You, you don't like being in the middle. And of course we all end up in the middle for this one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you like about the ends? I just like how I find it's easier to plan in the mm -hmm. sense that you can, you know, you can hit those stacks a little easier. You can, you, you put a pool of players that you like, and you can usually get two out of those guys. You know what I mean? Like when you're closer to the ends, what, what is it that you like about the ends versus being in the middle? Yeah, it's exactly that. Like usually you, you can catch I don't know, for some reason this year too, it's kind of breaking that the, if you're in the 10, 11, 12, like you get to kind of get two in a tier on that turn. Right. Um, or, and you can kind of, yeah. you, you have a decision where you can turn the tables a little bit sometimes. Um, well, you can start runs. You can start runs if you do it properly or, you know, get your timing right. And it, it, it's nice and easy. Like, if you're in the 10 hole, you can read what 
the 11 and 12 are doing and and draft. Maybe I'll draft a a wide receiver because they both wide receiver needy because they both went running back, running back in the first couple rounds. So I know they're not going to touch running back. So I'll just wait until the way back. Um, Now I'll play that game like crazy. Or if you're on the 12 hole, you can kind of like, you might want to double tap every time or, at certain times in order to start the run or like catch the last end of a tier with two of them instead of just one, like you can definitely turn the tide when you're at the end, when you're in the middle, like I'm just like, okay, it's basically tier based drafting. Here we go again. Like I don't feel as though you have any control. Yeah. You can catch runs, which is nice but there are certain drafts where you don't see the runs. And if you don't see the runs, there's really no benefit to being in the middle. 1912 asking where the boys are tonight. Uh, the boys are, uh, you got one of them, one of them's out on date night and the other one's drafting somewhere, some big league somewhere. So, uh, you're stuck with us tonight, but, uh, hopefully you enjoy the draft. We got four minutes till we start. We'll get the, the uh, the draft board on the screen here. Uh, if you guys are into the best ball, into the, the draft boards, I do tweet out my draft boards when I finish them as much as I can at JD Goat District. Wheeler actually dropped the link to the draft board uh, tonight on Twitter. On Just follow, check out his handle. I'm sure you guys are already following him. You'll find that on there. Uh, just easier for you guys to follow along uh, if you're listening. Um I got. I dropped it right below the link for this. So. Oh, there you go. Perfect. So we got four minutes in. We lost Jason. No big deal. <laughs> we. Uh, yeah, he, like he said, it's. For, I I always forget that he has issues with his uh, his Wi-Fi. We try to get get him on. He's he's just one of those guys where whenever I've been in a league with him, he's usually one of the best teams. He has that eye for building a nice roster. Um, no, 1912. We're actually going against each other. We're all drafting individually for this one. Um, we'll get the I'll get the draft board up now. You guys can see where we're at. Uh, where are we here? There we go. Why is there two screens? That's weird. Oh, I think I know why. Duh. Hold on, rookie, rookie mistake here. My production company's on vacation, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you guys can see the board. Let's see if I can make that a bit bigger. It's kind of hard to fit the whole screen and make it big enough for you guys. But in the first, uh, I'm trying to see who else is in here. I don't really know any of the other guys in here. Do you know any of them? Uh, I know Renegades is pretty much in every draft. Uh, there's, I think there's somebody from. Somebody respond to us that they jumped in right after I posted it, and it was either Raz Bowl chat or the DW or DWG eight chat. Okay, okay. I kind of spread it all around, so there could be a couple here. It, if you're in one of my other drafts, <laughs> say something in the chat and hit that like button. I'm I'm not in the chat telling everybody to hit that like button, hit that thumbs up button, people. All right. There's only a couple of people in there, but they, I mean, let's see. Jason. We got two minutes. I'm going to be right back. 
Wheeler, you can take it for two minutes. I'll be right back, brother. Yeah, gotcha. Um, all right. So what I was saying earlier about Marquise Brown, since Marquise Brown got arrested for the speeding charge, he's dropped dramatically. And I can't tell if that's the only thing. Like when I queue up his injury report, I don't see anything. But that's something I will be from the seven hole. I am looking at five quarterbacks and then the two running backs to start out with. So I'm going to be happy or satisfied with my pick, but I would rather have some options on the corner there. On mute. The middle is is, uh, is a bit tricky, but it's also harder to get stuck in uh, in like kind of stuck out of runs, right? Because you are in the middle, you can kind of jump in whenever you want. Let's try Jason one more time, see if his connection's better. Jay, you back with us? How's that, JD? Sounds better so far. So far, so good. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, I got. I found my headset. Got that hooked up. So hopefully, we're better. All right, nice. So we got thirty seconds. This thing's starting. For those tuning in, we're doing the uh, Superflex thirty-five dollar buy-in, ten thousand dollars for first place. This is the Superflex Best Ball Tourney Two, Tight End Prem Superflex Twenty Deep. I'm in the six spot. All right, sorry, I'm in the five spot. Wheeler's in the seven, and Jason is in the nine. Do you guys have uh, you kind of tear up that first round? You do you have a strategy going in? Do you just kind of see who falls to you? Do you guys have any uh, specifics when you're doing the first pick of the of the draft? This is like I like I said earlier. This is the first time that I'm everything that I've done in the, uh, everything's been the first time I'm actually getting to pick from the 109 spot or a later spot, anyways. So, no, I'm curious how this team's going to shake out. So, have all your drafts been the Superflex, or have you done the... Yeah, for, for these, yeah. A lot of FFPC, I've done I've done regular, the 35, but for the tournaments, Superflex is what I've been doing. So I've been doing mostly regular lately. I haven't done a whole lot of Superflex, but... For uh, all, the, all those dynasties are super flex, so I'm good to go. <laughs> you do like the 12 man, I just like the randomness. Do... Yes. Sorry, JD. Hey, Wheeler. No, I was What's just that? asking Wheeler, you do the, the 12 man leagues, or are you doing a lot more of the tourneys? What do you find your splits are? Uh, a lot more of the tourneys. Yeah, a lot same. more. Same. I want them big bucks, man. <laughs> it's, more fun. it's just more fun. You know, I know it's not the proper bankroll management, but no. all right, it, here we go. I'm on the clock. I mean, for me, if one of these, I'm basically taking the fifth guy that falls out of those top quarterbacks. Right. Um, I do mix in JT. I've mixed in McCaffrey. I've mixed in Jefferson. I'm going to go Murray for this one. That's the way I had it. 
Yeah, it's when you're in this the six. And seven. I like that. Sorry, Jason. Nah, I just I like Murray because I like that he has his pieces are super stackable. Yes. You're not missing mm-hmm. out on Connor. Connor goes at a decent clip. Ertz as in Titan Premium goes very, you know, goes later than than I think He's he should. Four. But yes, all, all of his and then with Hopkins, yeah, six weeks suspension, but where he's going is mm. it's already built into his ADP. Yeah. I'm left with a decision here now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh. So we got six quarterbacks straight off the board. Burrow goes off. Murray Wheeler's on the clock in the seventh spot. And this is this is where, where you have those de- decisions to make in the first round is – you know, when someone doesn't take someone early or push a guy back to you, that's when you kind of got to decide, you know, look at your ownership. How many are you going to do with these? Do you just take the the first guy in your rankings? Hmm. So I'm really torn between my next best quarterback and the running back I think is better for tournament play. I'm going to go with the running back. I'm going to go with CMC. Now, if you're playing in a 12-team self-contained league, then I would go Jonathan Taylor. I would play it safe. But I'm going for the win, so I'm going to take the guy that I think gives me the biggest differential week to week or even over the course of the season. Like, CMC, when he's healthy, is like five points better than any other running back. Um, and while Jalen Hurts could be that at quarterback, he's not going to be that as often at his position. So I'm hoping all of a sudden the tables turn and uh, people back off those quarterbacks so I can get something decent on the way back. But who knows? Maybe I just uh, keep going position players, get the get my get my uh non superflex 101 on well z- zigging when everyone else is zagging right i i mean mccaffrey more and more now is going ahead of jt i find in in a lot of different redraft formats and yeah if you like it, it's just the argument's been made enough now that like if he's healthy for 16 games nobody matches him like, and when you're playing in a tournament, you're playing against hundreds, thousands of other teams. You need the guy that's going to outperform everybody. Um, so Renegades is pretty happy. JT going so far in, in this tournament's ADP in the four spot normally, and he gets him at the back end in the, in the 10 spot. So that's pretty good value there. Definitely. Guys. What's with the nude pictures as your profile pick? Come on, man. Let's let's get rid of those. It's, uh, What's guys, going on? No, in the draft room, the the pictures at the top, the profile pictures. You don't see that? I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood it, but oh, whatever. Oh. <laughs> Do you see it? Anyway, I don't see it. I'll, I'll check. So, it. 
So Taylor went at 10, Cup went at 11, the first receiver off the board. In the 12 spot, back-to-back quarterbacks, Dak Prescott goes off with Derek Carr. Anything surprise you guys or anything, you know, out of the norm in the first round? Derek Carr surprises me. Yeah, I guess that's not the first round, but. It comes early. Brady goes after him. So Carr, Carr's been going, coming back uh, more in the middle to the back end of the second in these drafts. Brady's, Brady is going in that range. Yeah. I, I, this car doesn't shock me, but I, I think I would have gone Brady or somebody, an, another quarterback there. Oh, yes. Now. Wheeler's happy about something. Uh, I'm going to buy the dip. Oh, for sure you got to buy the dip. It makes like. Stafford? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good buy. I yeah, I mean, I still have him above. Well, I guess I got to have him behind Brady, but I definitely still have him above Carr. And actually, Lance would have been good there, too. I would have I would have preferred Lance, no doubt, but I didn't expect to get him. Oh, man. Yeah, Stafford's tendonitis, tendonitis for a football player's – or for a quarterback's going to be a whole lot different than it is for a pitcher. Um a quarterback's motion is much more like a catcher. And actually Matthew Stafford was a catcher in high school for um, Clayton Kershaw. Um, so the, the tendonitis should not affect him as much as it would say a pitcher in baseball or anybody in baseball, really. Um, the motion's just different. Um, and it can definitely, he can get a shot pregame and be fine. As long as it doesn't puncture as long, we're all good. What's up FF cure later. In the in the chat, I think he jumped into this one as well. It looks like he is the eight pick right next to me. He's the eight spot. Okay. And he did. If if he didn't go Justin Jefferson, let's say he went Stafford instead of Justin Jefferson, I would I would have gone J Jeff there. I like J Jeff as the one on one and a non superflex, just because when you come back on that two three turn, there's some nice running backs sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, I took Eckler. Um, don't have a lot of him just because he's usually going where I like taking either other positions or, but I do like him. Um, I mean, he's, you know, he's a big part of probably one of the better offenses in, in this uh, going into this season in, in charger land, he catches the ball. He's got all the goodness we know about. Um, he's like the McCaffrey junior uh, that you can get in the second round. So I, I like getting him here. Uh, reading a um, a Siegel article today on Rotoviz, just talking about um, the wide receiver being lessened in in these this tournament, just the way the flex spot is offered now. So so you basically get one less spot that you can put a receiver right, which is kind of the the advantage of going receiver heavy in the other uh, FFPC drafts, which is normally the way I like to go. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, guys? Wheeler. Yeah, I think I, I definitely I, I've been pushing myself to go more wide receiver heavy across the board in any draft. Um, but I think the FFPC sets up a little bit differently than a, a start three wide receiver and then one extra flex. In most PPRs, you're going to use um, a wide receiver in your flex 
85 to 90% of the time. Um, because there's two flex, well, this is one super flex and one other flex. Um, you're most likely going to use the quarterback and the super flex and tight end premium. You, you might see a tight end pop into the flex to run. It just sets up so that you really, you don't need as many wide receivers on your roster is what it breaks down to. Um, it takes away that one spot that's almost a guaranteed 85 to 90% wide receiver spot. You're up, JD. Yeah, I'm in the clock. You got choices, man. You got choices. There's some. Yeah, I, I one offense I really like this year that I can't stop investing in is the Vikings. I just like everything about the direction that offense is going, the new regime in there. Um, I think the weapons are going to pop. So I actually love getting Cook back this way because I was deciding between him and Eckler in that first pick. Uh, Pitts is gone. He's usually a guy I like to take if he if he lags a bit in the third. Love his upside in the tight end preems. Um, has that league winning upside, but so do Eckler and Cook. So I, I kind of like my start different than what I've been doing normally. Jason or Wheeler, you're coming up, and then Jason uh, started off with two two QBs there, and he got his boy Trey Lance. Yeah, I like the Lance pick. Um, I actually I love the Dalvin Cook pick. I would have picked Cook instead of Eckler. Um, I was mm -hmm. biting my tongue that whole time, like, mm -hmm. and yeah, I was definitely eyeing Pitts up, hoping he might creep on back. Um, it really looks to me like all right, like we're hitting that next tier. Ugh. I got a running back staring at me in the face that I have very little of, but I do. I like that Vikings offense too. Yeah. And I'm going to go there. Just because the last, what, 11 picks were non quarterback? Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll take yeah, a Cousins. Cousins is is really nice value in these tournaments. <laughs> Stafford and Cousins have the same bye week. Oh well, not a big oh, deal. There you go. Well, yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah, you can. Now, you now can I the picture talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, it, it, Cousins is that kind of steady Eddie type guy. So, like, yeah, it, let's say Stafford is hurt. That's I got my. Stafford at a discount, Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I don't think he's hurt. I started saying earlier with Stafford, there's a, a beat reporter from uh, uh, with LA saying, you know, they could have just said that he, you know, he's an old quarterback that just came off of a Super Bowl season and he just needed, he took a day off. You know what I mean? And it would have been the same that it's really not anything serious at all, that it's, it was blown up type of deal. I don't know how you know how true that is, but I guess he would know more than anyone else that I've listened to. So I'll take his <laughs> word for it. Um, but no, I, I like I like the Stafford Cousins. I, I we talked about uh, earlier Murray stackable pieces, Cousins also stackable pieces. Yeah, you know sometimes you have Justin Jefferson uh, already picked up, but you don't necessarily need Jefferson to have a good Minnesota stack, and that's kind of what I like about it because there's still pieces left that you can add. Uh, to the puzzle 
that'll still benefit you uh, with Cousins and that offense, but not necessarily with Jefferson. The FF collator that's in the chat. Yeah, I totally snipe them. <laughs> he was going for the Jefferson Cousins stack for sure. Oh, yeah. you Right before. <laughs> right before. That, that was a proper snipe by Wheeler. Yes. Sorry, yeah, Henry, Henry's another guy that I see keep creeping down and he's becoming a really nice value as much as he's not someone I normally draft heavy, especially in the first round when he's falling like this, third, yeah. fourth round. I mean, that's that's pretty good value. That was definitely an option for me. But like, you know, third round of a super flex is second yeah i guess it's fully what do, you guys, what do you guys think about that two spot he went herbert then mark andrews and Pitts. how do you think about these bully tight ends i mean that's that's super bully tight end it's super bully tight end i don't know if i like it in super flex yeah it's I, a little... I can see it with the double flex or in a triflex um but i don't know there there's essentially one flex spot for position players or, or like those tight ends, that second tight end is taken. He could have gotten a quarterback there. That, like fill up, fill up your flex with. I don't know. He could have, he could have taken Cousins there, or... right? Or yeah, Cousins is going to outscore Pitts, right? Like, and that's what you're talking. You're talking about that flex spot. Um. Yeah, it's going to definitely give him a position, yeah, positional advantage, and he doesn't have to draft another one. If he drafts another tight end, it's a mistake. Um, How do you feel about this Tua, Justin Field, Trevor Lawrence tier uh, with the quarterbacks? Is that something you usually grab as quarterback two? Is it? Oh, sorry, you're you're coming up right now. Actually, I'm coming up, but. Jason, Dude, was, Jason with Henry value and he stacks Kittle with with Lance. I like what he's doing so uh, far. The, yeah, I like that stack. Like yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't like Kittle as much on his own, but in a stack with Lance, I think it's going to work out for him. Um, Kamara, I was hoping would come back to me, but I'm still a Mike Evans fan here. He's the only, he's the only buccaneer that's not hurt, isn't he? <laughs> oh, bastard took Higgins. Yeah, he's got Burrow though. Can't blame him. Yeah. All right. One one guy I seem to like a little more than ADP is AJ Brown. I think I'm going to take AJ Brown here as my wide receiver one. I love AJ Brown this year. Yeah. I think we talked about that on Friday. Um he and Hertz got that. Uh, yep. The best friends going to Disney World. I don't know what it was. Shower narrative, whatever you want to call it. The, the shower narrative. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they seem to be good friends. So it, those kind of narratives actually have an effect on the way players play. Um. I think between those two positions, especially. Yeah. You know. For sure. Like Landry. And then OBJ, add in the money. Too much. Yeah, and then add in the money. There you go. Yeah. For sure. I didn't realize but, I was on mute. Uh, but my last <laughs> yeah, thing, we, we, I wanted. 
we thought your takes uh, were like on fire, but then we yeah, exactly. <laughs> My last pick, I I was I wanted Kamara. I thought Kamara, and I heard you guys on the the other podcast talking about Kamara. Where, it, but it, the NFL, the NFL doesn't. I just don't see him, even though they pushed his court case back. Uh, back. I just don't see them suspending him later in the season. I think they'll wait till next year, like they do every kind of thing to where it's like Kamara is such crazy good value right now just because everybody's not quite sure yet what's going to happen legally with him. Yeah, I agree. I like yeah, Kamara. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I should have been grabbing him when he was falling to the fourth round, um, but I was hesitant at that point too. I thought for sure there would be video that came out. Um, apparently there's a court order that the video is not to be released. Like apparently when I forget who it was, uh, it was one of the early got caught on video. Um, it was somehow released by either attorney or the police, but only because there wasn't a court order. There's, there's been, I think it was the Tyreek Hill incident. There was video of, but there was a quarter injunction or something that was th- that took place that it couldn't be released by anybody or you know they have consequences of some sort or something or other. Um, I, I'm kind of talking on my ass now, but I heard something on a podcast where there uh, Drew Davenport was talking to I don't know I listened to 50 different podcasts, <laughs> but Drew Davenport knows his stuff when it comes to the legal stuff in the NFL, and he was saying that the reason the video hasn't come out is that there's some sort of court injunction. And if maybe if it comes out, like all of a sudden criminal charges can't be pressed of some sort. So I got to listen to it again, but yeah, I, I think at this point Kamara is pretty safe and I've been scooping him in the second round of your non superflex drafts. Mid second, Jason. Like, I keep muting you because there's like a squeaking noise. So that's when you're when you're like not speaking. So that's why I'm muting you, FYI. So if you got to speak, just unmute. Hmm. So we're starting the fifth right now. Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence just went off the board. This guy stacked Herbert with Keenan Allen and Williams, and he had the two tight ends. I mean, pretty cool start. Uh, if you want to be different in a tournament like this to stack with Herbert. Yeah. I, I, I like that move with Herbert. I do not like that move with any other situation. I love, there's been a few teams I've been able to build with Herbert Eckler Williams and Allen. It's there's only a few offenses that we all know are going to be that top tier offense. And the chargers are definitely one of them. Agree. Agree. And it's so such a consolidated target share. Like, yeah, Palmer, I guess. It's Josh Palmer, right? Yeah. Um, but I almost think Guyton's probably going to skim off the top of his like he did in previous years. But uh, what about Everett? Oh, yeah, Everett too. But Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are going to get the the 
lion's share of the touches or the targets. Um, I, I, I like that stack. I, I guess you could throw it in Everett later. Oh, that's my pick, isn't it? Shoot. Well, yeah, I was hoping Williams would fall back to me, stack him with uh, with Eckler, and think this guy would go back to back, but kind of like it. All right, I'm gonna get this guy because just because I didn't last time, I want to make up for. Oh, uh, you! Uh, <laughs> I want to make up for my. Uh, fault. Uh, I have, I have, I have so much Sutton, man, and uh, guys that I was I getting so much cheaper that it's hard now to. I, I, I have a ton of them too. DJ Moore is gone. And if you remember on Friday, I went and drafted Zeke ahead of Sutton. I wasn't going to make that That's mistake. Right. That's right. There, there is another running back that I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe yeah. I should have gone that way. I know, I know which one you're talking about. But it is what it is. I, I just don't want to hear it again. <laughs> And there's no chance of stacking them either. So it's probably the wrong move now, <laughs> even though it was the right move Friday. But And actually, that's the guy I was looking at, Nick Chubb. Um, oh, yeah, back-to-back back snipes. Back-to-back snipes. There, oh, my gosh. There is another guy. Like, I, like Nick Chubb going this late just doesn't make sense to me. Like, especially with the uh, Hunt trade rumors. Like, I don't think Hunt is going to get traded, but Nick Chubb has been the RB11 despite being out three or four games in the past two years. He's an RB1 no matter how you slice it. I definitely need, like, I think Nick Chubb was probably the right pick over Sutton, but I wasn't going to make the same mistake twice. Well, be- because because you have that McCaffrey early first pick you right it, it right. kind of makes sense for you to go with Sutton there and then if you do go Chubb it takes away a little bit of that you know, absolutely like, it is, it's definitely a lesson learned from last draft right so and at the end of last draft that, that was my biggest mistake is that I took Zeke over Sutton check out so, Renegade man JT Kelsey and then he hammers Mixon Camara and Zeke Zeke is where he makes the mistake. Like Agreed. <laughs> that seems to be the theme this year. Now, don't get me wrong. I think in the non-superflex drafts where Zeke's going in the fourth round, like that's a value. But, but the, the fact that he went ahead of, of, of Hall surprises yeah. me. Yes, that too. That's, like, the, that's who I thought you were talking about when you were talking about Chubb. I thought you were talking it, about Hall. Yeah, I saw him I too. thought you were talking was, about Hall as well. Yeah. I, I, he was the 1B. <laughs> I was eyeing up Chubb, but it saw Hall there too. So I was kind of cool. like. Question for you guys, because you got a comment, or I got a comment here about stacking Connor. I have mm. Murray. I passed. I, I'm not big on, on stacking mm. running backs with quarterbacks, especially if it's a running quarterback. I feel like it it maybe caps a ceiling there. On What do you guys, how do you guys feel about uh, combining those two for a stack, those two positions? I I personally I like the because no matter what you're getting a score right ain't that the the logic like they're either gonna throw for a touchdown or they're gonna run for a touchdown and Connor seems to have a firm grasp on that uh, that offense as a running back so me personally even with Murray but Murray doesn't 
Jalen Hurts takes away from Sanders or any running back uh, in within a red zone or within that ten yards. But Murray, I, Murray's not that guy. I, I think I like uh, Connor and Murray as a as a combo stack. Yeah, I if I didn't have uh, two running backs already, that's that's where I was going. But because I had Eckler and, and Dalvin, I definitely wanted to lock up a solid uh, second receiver there. That's what I was going to say. As a third running back in the first few, your third running back before you got your second receiver, no, thank you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the stack, just not in your situation. You already got two running backs. Yeah. All right. Cool. So Jason's up. He went uh, McLaurin uh, in the fifth round as your first first receiver after taking Henry Kittle stacked with uh, Lance and then Russell Wilson was the first pick. Which way is Jason going to go here in the sixth round? Dude, oh, we lost him too. He's gone. Oh, I wonder if his internet cut. <laughs> he's he's going to get timed out. His, 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 son, his son turned on the PlayStation. His son's for sure playing PlayStation. Deontay Johnson, there it is. He's another guy that if you need, like, you know, you waited on receiver, he's a guy that kind of lags him and Waddle, I find, are good value. Yeah, I definitely there, – there's, there's a few good receiver values here. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised that Tua, the 11 spot, didn't take Waddle there instead of a fourth quarterback with Winston. That's kind of interesting. See, this is. I'm not. <laughs> I could totally make you scream here, JD. What, you I'm sniping gonna, me or what? I'm not going to do it. Um. You do you do what you got to do, man. That's the direction you should definitely go, though. So normally I would go there. I think I'm just going to shift my philosophy a little bit here and double down on the Rams. Yeah, you have. Oh, that's different. I thought you were going to go another there. Oh, yeah, I could have. With uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that he's actually gonna make it all the way back to me. And yeah, I know exactly. I gone the other way. Mm. That would have been the better way to go, probably. Yeah, it definitely. See, been. I I had a backup plan if you did snipe me or someone right. else did, but he's sitting there, so I have to take him now as my wide receiver three. I mean, I love it. I love it right now. How didn't I see that? You know, like, and that th this is what I would say is like, I do far fewer FFPC than I do other drafts. Yeah. And just familiarity with the draft room can make you slip up like I just did. Yep. And I was like, I have them in my queue. I was looking at it. Mm. I, uh, sometimes streaming can make you do it too, right? <laughs> That's all right. And I like I was just looking at the other options at that position and liking them too. Ooh. And this is the thing about Superflex. Like 
I'm like, oh, I see these position guys. I see these position guys. Oh, don't forget about, yeah, you know, maybe grabbing that 30th quarterback off the board. Or not the 30th, like the there 20th. Arab yeah. off the board. That's why I thought you might be. Yeah. That's probably the direction I should have gone. And that guy, he's got the, uh, he's got to bring back on that week 17 LA stack. Team two is building a nice team there. Yeah. I like, I like what, what he did considering he started with the two tight ends. He's really right. balancing it out nicely. He's done this before. Oh, for sure. He got me talking shit, and then <laughs> now he's coming back like, oh, you with don't know vengeance. what I got Yeah, with a vengeance. Oh. And being close to the turn, you can plan that out, right? Like, that, yes. that only works when you're at the turns. You can't do it in the middle. Right. I would think he has to go running back here now. I think there's a running back worth taking as your RB1. He could go quarterback, though, too. No, he kept working with the receivers. Seventh round, yep. Adds Juju. He's going for that case. Or no, that's – what am I thinking? That's uh, he's, he's going for the L.A. He's got the L.A. stat going. Oh, yeah. And like, and this is what we were talking about. The, like, I thought he was going to go running back or quarterback there because what we were talking about earlier with the less of an emphasis on receiver in these drafts. Um, and that's probably where I'm going a little bit wrong. Like, on just about any other platform, I'm not even thinking about it. I have, I, I would go a Rob over Acres. 90% of the time. But this this format I tend to like I tend to want that second running back over a third receiver. I don't know. So my my backup plan if you took Brown was to do what the four spot did was to try to stack Goff and, and TJ Hawk. Oh nice. Yeah. But I don't, I don't mind getting the last guy in what I feel is uh, the last guy in a tier, uh, a quarterback. I mean, you could maybe throw in a couple of more guys in there, but I, I, don't, I don't hate having the upside with Wilson as my QB2 this late, especially when I gobbled up five positional players in between. Yeah, you did. Is it, I, there's, this is going to be a hard draft to, to win. Just looking at the other teams, there's no one really that – I mean, you've got the four running backs start. We'll see how he balances that out. He's got Kelsey. He doesn't have one quarterback yet. It'll be interesting to see how he goes, but he's definitely differentiating. I probably shouldn't go this direction. <laughs> oh, shit. I just timed out. What the hell did I do? You got Goddard. It's not bad. All right. I'll take that. Oh, you sniped uh, Buddy again. Because <laughs> he has Hurts. That was he a was total timeout. I was, was trying to. <laughs> he was for sure going Goddard, Goddard there. I don't, I don't understand how I even did that, but that's fine. 
I have Goddard. I have a ton of Goddard. I talked him up in our last draft. Um, but, uh, yeah, that wasn't the direction I was thinking about going at all there. Yeah. yeah I totally sniped him again. But I mean, you probably weren't planning on taking tight end here, just looking at your – Right, your build, but it could be you could have worse. Than, than I'm fine with it. Yeah, I have yeah. I have no complaints about actually. If I'm going to time out, that that would be that's just fine. <laughs> so Jason took Tannehill, and we have uh, in the chat specifically. Oh, where was it? Oh, right here. Can someone tell me why Tanny is going this late? They added Burks, Woods, Hooper, Derrick Henry isn't dead, and then. Uh, Jason takes him as his QB three in the seventh. Yeah, I don't the know. One why mistake. The one mistake I've been doing lately in these super flexes is waiting too long for my QB three. I, I try to rely just and just pray that my QBs are healthy. Um, and I go two QB heavy, and then very rarely I, I slide in like a cheaper. But QBs in this one are going a lot faster than in the other ones. Yeah. But then I get to pair them up with Henry, just like I was uh, was talking about earlier, where with Tannehill and Henry, I'm getting points every time they score. And they still have um, – man, what were their – what does Vegas have, Matt? Like 26 points per game? So – and like you guys are saying, Woods and, and everybody else uh, – yeah, he was a good value for my third QB, and that's been my biggest mistake in these super flexes is not not getting a third a good third QB. The the chat's liking the chat's liking your Tennessee stack, Henry and Tannehill, great value on both of them. Can't disagree. All right, so we're in the eighth round. Uh, Montgomery Mooney goes off the board. Renegades. Jason's back on the clock. Hey, watch. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm debating because I'm not. It's either Eliza Mitchell. You realize? Oh, but right I really out. like. Right I really like. I really like some Eliza Moore. That, that's let him talk. It's I all really good. like. Some but yeah. Yeah, I like the Tannehill pick, and I, I can't answer why he is going so late, except for the fact that everybody. Well, I think just because because he lost AJ Brown, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And that uh, we were talking earlier, like I don't think the asthma is a problem for Burks. Um, See, uh, Wheeler, Jason doesn't mind his manners like you do. He sniped me. He didn't give a shit. He took. More there. He's like, I invite him on. Comes on. Hey, the you got me. You got me multiple times on the last <laughs> one we did. So, all right. What am I doing here? Uh, I'm the dumbass. I should have gotten the A Rob there anyway. So, but I like Michael Thomas. I think he's going too late. Well, I mean, now he's appropriate. Um, he was going much later earlier in the season, but. I don't see any reason why he can't outperform ADP at this point still. 
So our Twitter has been been really hyping up Michael Thomas. I've been so scared of Michael Thomas. I've I've grown a little bit more because before I was thinking Michael Thomas is going to be the next Antonio Brown, right? Like he's going to flash, but then all it's going to take is him not getting targeted or him not, you know, and, and I can see, cause we know that Michael Thomas is slightly crazy, right? <laughs> so I, I can see, I can see if something does is not going his way where he's going to turn into that, that diva that in, and, and I've been off Michael Thomas, but the reports lately of are him of just doing very well and, and showing out in camp. Yeah, I have a theory that Michael Thomas um, was sick and tired of Drew Brees at a certain point and all of a sudden pulled up lame because he was done with Brees. Um, I know they had a falling out and they supposedly kissed and made up, but it just seems to me the timing <laughs> where he started to really fall off or get hurt and not get the surgery right away. It all happened right around the time they had the fallout. So I think uh, Michael Thomas has, I think he wants to prove something like you can see by his tweets. He's trying to, he wants to prove people wrong. He's pissed. Yeah. MT is more like T.O. famous J. I like that. What do we got going on here? All right, we're end of the eighth. Uh, last quarterback off the board in this round were Baker at the beginning of the round. Mariota just went off the board. A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard, last couple uh, running backs. Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Drake London just went off the board. So we're going into the ninth round right now. I was definitely uh... – where I um, timed out on that Goddard pick quarterback was definitely in my sights. I, pro I I was thinking also that Baker Mayfield would make it back. Baker Mayfield's been my late round guy since he's um, signed with Carolina. I've been able to stack him with DJ Moore a ton though too. And I don't have BJ in this one, so it wasn't very urgent, but. He's got he's got a lot of proof and he's got weapons all around him with Moore and McCaffrey and and McCaffrey like we talked about earlier is like a secret weapon right if he stays healthy he's he's just a receiving machine so then Robbie Anderson like we just talked about MT is kind of doing well in camp and but yeah I'm a in Superflex I'm a big fan oh, of hoping Mitchell, Mitchell would fall to me there i couldn't believe he kept falling yeah i haven't been that high on elijah mitchell yeah but it's a two round you know two round yeah. value he's it's a, yeah seven. He holy cow after power yeah 49er fan right and i i'm i follow every day of camp every day of everything 49ers and other running backs are doing well, but all I keep hearing about is how well Elijah Mitchell is going. And he is just such good value for where he's going on a team that is going to be a running team. Like, that's what they're going to be. And then add in Trey Lance. 
like you guys were talking about earlier, like, oh, are we worried about Trey Lance taking touchdowns? But Eliza Mitchell, to me, as a 49er fan who's who's been paying attention to everything that's going on, uh, he's been looking really good in camp. He's put on some weight. Uh, if he stays healthy and, and Shanahan likes to use – everybody's like, oh, Shanahan wants to use uh, – did he make it to me? Yes. Um, I just grabbed the stack. Mitchell's Mitchell's going to be great. Nice. I like that. Here he is. I like that, Wheeler. And oh, you got sniped. Who Ooh. did? I thought you did. I thought you were going Burks there. Nope. Oh, no, your boy. You. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very nice little back. He's speaking of camp. He's been the highlight of all 49ers camp. All, all off season. Well, he's return from last year. Say that again. 180 degree turn from last year. Yeah. He learned from last year. He's a superstar, but he's, he's also got a quarterback that can get him the ball now too. So. And him and Lance, just like we were talking about the A.J. Brown and the Hurts best friends doing what they're doing. Uh, even going back to last year, Ayuk was working with Trey Lance. This year in the offseason, working with Trey Lance. Where Debo is working on his contract, Ayuk, and Ayuk's trying to get that contract now as well. Where Debo just got paid, now Ayuk's trying to get that contract. I, I like where Ayuk's going. I would not be surprised if Ayuk outscores Debo this year in in uh in fantasy points. I wouldn't be surprised either. I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you got to remember, last year Ayuk was going ahead of Debo. Um, in most drafts, anyway, early drafts, but um. Yeah, I, I definitely like Ayuk. I like him better than my Thielen pick. I just went with Thielen to get the stack. But, yeah, I've, I have I think Ayuk's going to out, way outperform ADP this year. I, I'm not buying Debo at cost this year. Me personally. No, I'm not buying him either. Yeah, they, they should be closer together. If you watch the splits of Debo when Kittle and Ayuk were both like after Ayuk was in the doghouse, after Kittle was got healthy, Debo's receiving. What saved Debo was his rushing, and uh, I think that that Debo is not going to do do as well this year as people are thinking. I'm I'm off Debo completely, really. At cost, I can see that. L- like if if Debo. Where do you go here? It's hard I'm, to I'm with you on that, Jason. I was saying that the other day. It's like the whole when you buy deodorant for $3.99, you can't buy it at $8.99 type of thing. You know, I had so much Debo the last two years, and then now it's just second round. It's I just there's too many guys I like better. And that offense is gonna change a bit. You know, you got a whole different quarterback now. So and I just – I think they're going to want to control Lance a little bit. Lance is going to have good games, but then Lance are going to have some bad games. But I, I want – they want to be a power run offense. Why I like Mitchell as well. But I'm saying this as I have Kittle and IU tagged with, you know, 
<laughs> with Lance, but uh, that's why I like Mitchell as as well. But then I got to tag up uh, Woods with Tannehill as well. Willard killed my draft by getting sudden. That's what I'm here for. Because I, I'm not going to be a success on my own. I need to kill others. <laughs> uh, I've drafted this guy for maybe the third time in well over 100 drafts today. I'm going to get him again. I just feel like he's going too late at this point. CEH. Um, there's another guy I was eyeing up, but... <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like 10th round in a super flex is what eighth round. Otherwise, uh, a lot of maybe. running backs in this, in this ranger that I really like just trying to figure out which one I want to take. There's another one I usually get. I just, I think, I think at this point I might be just in my head, evening out exposure. But, yeah, um, that's the guy that I usually take. I'm not going to take, but if he comes back, I might take him. I'm going to go with this guy. I don't know what happens to him, but. All right, you can say his name now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, wait, I don't see anything popping up. What's going on here? All right. I'm, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, I do like him as an RB three in this. I, I like a lot of these running backs. Like there's so many running backs in this range that are attractive. There's one that I've been hammering a lot in the last couple of weeks. So I, I kind of took the pedal off here. Yeah, there you go. Stevenson been grabbing him a lot as my RB three. I like, I, I like hunt way over Steve. Well, I mean, I like Stevenson too. Don't get me wrong, but for, it I'm, depends on the build, right? Right. I think. I, and it, here's the thing too, like uh, like the Ceh over Hunt, I almost never do that. Like I literally, it might have been the first time today where that was a decision. I'm like, oh, that's actually a decision now. Ceh is falling. Um, but yeah, Hunt is usually nine times out of ten is the guy I'm getting in this range. RB three, round eight, nine, ten in a super flex. Yeah, I, the, last year he's going in the fifth, sixth round, and there was a debate: should he go in the fifth or sixth? And uh, yeah, he's he he could go in the sixth round. I like. There's no reason to value him really anything less than um, AJ Dillon. I think he should be going more in that range in the AJ Dillon. J.K. Dobbins, David Montgomery range. Yeah, like at the back end of that that yeah. tier there. Yeah. So are, are so you were not worried about the trade request? Are we are we thinking that that his uh, trade request is going to be uh, given? Yeah, if, 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 we're if just, he goes we're just to, thinking about him in that offense. If he goes to the Chiefs, I'm happy because then I crush Wheeler's Ceh yeah uh, value and then uh, take over that offense. It's perfect. Do you think Kansas City would have the balls to bring him That'd back? Be hilarious. Like, I just don't like. Don't get me wrong. They 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 cut him quick. They were just like, "Screw you, nope." 
We're not going to have it. And like I, I, the NFL hubris, I just don't see them going, you know what? That was a mistake. Come on. <laughs> Come back. But Actually, I think it's perfect for them to bring him back, right? They got rid of him because, you know, it was off the field issues. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be smart for them to bring him back. He would be beloved in Kansas City. Like, I don't think I don't think NFL teams think like that. I think, hey, bring back Hunt. He knows the system. He knows everything that's going on. Like, I think it would be smart for Kansas City to do it. I just don't think they'll do it just because of, you know, the running backs they have. And, oh, with my Albert O, man. Come on, son. I was hoping I was hoping he made it to me. He was he was in my queue for for my uh, pick at eleven oh nine. I was really hoping so, Albert O there, but that's all good. I don't know. The point you made about the other tight end there got me scared off Albert O a little bit. If Dolchich is gonna play mostly receiver and Albert O is a good blocker, he'll get stuck there. I mean, he still has value. You're going to hate me, Wheeler, but I got to take this guy. I figure. I'm not that disappointed. Like, Yeah, I got to take him here. I, I was I was contemplating them last round. Uh, I, I didn't think he would come back. If he did come back, he was next to my queue. I was definitely going to take him. Either him or Alberto. I usually alternate, but I was hoping to get Alberto here. Please, one of you, explain to me the Irv Smith love. I, I've I have zero shares. I'm just with Thielen, Jefferson, Cook, and then you got to be just, sold. You got to be sold on the idea that the offense takes a huge step from last year. With the but even in the, the their offense was good last year. But yeah, I just I just be, don't see it, the upside with Irv Smith. Just there, but by all means, please talk me into it. Well, there's going to be a higher emphasis on the on the aerial game, and Irv Smith has literally no competition. Uh, a tight end, uh, unless there's somebody I just don't know about. You made a weird sound there, Wheeler. No, no, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> looking something else totally. I was, no, I'm just trying to make a pick here. Oh, you're on the clock. You're on the clock. There it is. Awful. I do not want to make this pick. Uh, that's all I see right now. Yeah, I, I, I like how he's kind of falling. Yeah, I. I mean, I already have Mike Evans, and I don't have Tom Brady, but it, when Gage is healthy, he'll be fine, right? Like, so he pulled up lame with a little hammy. Is it a two-week hamstring, or is it a eight-week hamstring? Either never way. Know, never know the hamstring. We'll see. Tom Brady wanted him. We were drafting him, or I saw him going in the sixth round. Got to buy the dip, dude. Yeah. Got to buy the dip there. Take that. Even oh. Lockett, even Lockett here is is nice value at receiver. I, I was hoping Chase Edmonds would come back to me. Actually, I love Chase Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. He's just. I mean, even if he gets fifty percent of the carries and I don't know, let's say seventy percent of the running back receptions, eighty percent of the running back receptions, those are the value points. He'll be in when it counts. Two minute drill, it'll be Edmonds. Like that that's where you get your fantasy points from. And uh the offense should be good. Like I think people Yeah, it's are gonna be very good. 
I think and then McDaniel's bring in McDaniel's offense, yeah. uh, which is again a very, very run creative offense where Chase Edmonds can receive and rush. Uh, yeah, I think Edmonds is one of the 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 better running back values you can get right now in drafts. We are pointing out that Team Two doesn't have a running back yet. That's a serious zero RB action roster there. Uh, see, like that's gone way too far. Like, I, like he's just gonna have to go like seven straight running backs, eight straight running backs to finish this thing out. I just think that's that's overkill. Like there, there were he could have gotten Stevenson. Stevenson uh, probably would have where he could have gotten either Singletary or Elijah Mitchell where he got Watson as his second uh, quarterback. How do you guys feel like in a super flex league having a, you know, QB naked, right? Like you're not able to, to, do anything yeah i I think it depends on the quarterback some of them are okay like that because they'll spread the ball a bit more i hate that i have russell wilson naked right now but see he's you don't need to there's still there's still guys left but he's he could easily be spreading that ball around where you know you don't necessarily miss out that, like, I don't mind waiting until the last three, four rounds to get, uh, you know, my quarterback's third, fourth, fifth receiver of some sort. Like, an injury, all of a sudden that wide receiver or even a running back to stack with the quarterback. That's, in your case, there's a second tight end there that you can get super late. Um I was going to say you could have, like, Melvin Gordon isn't really a stack there. Ooh, I might have to shift my thinking here. Wait, Melvin. Oh, you must have meant earlier. I was saying Melvin Gordon's not available right now. No, he went right right before. Yeah. Of course. Every, all the, every one of the, Broncos players that went right before I got the pick. <laughs> My bad. No, no, it's it's fine. And I was telling uh I was telling JD this the other day. I sent him a text message. I'm like, in all the best balls uh sites that do best balls, FFPC, I see less stacking in FFPC than any other site. Me personally, in the drafts that I'm in, uh, way less stacking than I see in other sites. I just continued the run. Little tight end run there. Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. I haven't taken too long to decide. Uh, no, all right. I think Hunter Henry is going to be Mac Jones. Again, we're talking about friendships, right, with QBs and, and the receivers. Uh, Mac Jones and Hunter Henry, all offseason, there's, there's pictures and, and stuff of them hanging out and working out. 
Uh, I like Hunter Henry a lot this year as a sleeper tight end. And and it's just he just got such high touchdown production. I don't know. Uh, I like Hunter Henry a lot. I'm with you. He's kind of a steady Eddie. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember off the top of my head how many touchdowns he had last year. Every time. um, Oh, goodness. What's the wide receiver's name that has Jacoby Myers? Yeah. He got all Jacoby Myers touchdowns, right? Like Jacoby Myers (laughs) had what, like over 100 targets with like one touchdown all year. It took him like four years of his career to score a touchdown because Hunter Henry was grabbing them all. That's kind of joking. He just had, he, yeah, he just has a connection, but Hunter Henry has a connection with, mm-hmm. yeah, Janu got all the money. And I mean, Henry got paid too, but yeah. they just, they just seem to have a connection that I, that I like a lot. He looks for him in the end zone, plain and simple. And that's where touchdowns like that get their points. Like Hunter Henry's a good athlete too. He just gets hurt every year, and he's your second tight end. So absolutely, definitely like the. Pick. We got a comment in the chat about running QBs are much more comfy naked. Yeah, see that I get like your Jalen Hurts, your Murray's, even your Trey Lance. I, I I get that, but Russell Wilson, he's not a running QB, at least not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, you might see it, and eh, now nah, you probably won't. Um, but there's—I still think there's opportunity to sneaky stack them. And you got a full-blown stack the other way with the tight end and Ayuk and Lance. So I, I think you could sneaky stack Wilson still at the end. Not that I'm like. Oh, I'm eyeing it down. I, I. I... I know what you're saying. But, I, I did uh, it in Friday's draft. I, I sneaky stacked Russ. I mean, I was able to get Albert O, but there was another guy I got. So, you know, and he, he's usually going pretty cheap. And I'll shut up about it now, so maybe it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> podcast you guys had. Uh, you guys, JD's been killing it lately with with – with the podcast. I like the high stakes stuff. I like the people that has been brought on. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy the goat district podcast. And I'm not just saying that just to say it, JD. Appreciate that, man. No, big, big shout out to the, to the boys, man. The team's been killing it. Theo, Theo has been out there killing it. Dan, Andrew, just uh, trying to get the best people on here. We can, you know, to, to help our, our audience get better. I'm hoping this one guy falls to me, we'll see what happened here. What happens with uh, super nasty likes to likes to squeeze squeeze the clock. I have I have one guy as well that I'm. I'm I pretty- took Gainwell there. I was hoping I love taking him just around earlier. One of my favorite running backs this year that I've been gobbling up, and this pick uh, this pick I started planning for uh, in the eighth round. I don't have a lot of Amari Cooper at all, but whispers of Jimmy G going there. I got Kareem Hunt. I'm going to grab Jimmy G right here as my QB3. Booyah. Send him to Cleveland, boys. Send him to Cleveland. 
regardless, regardless if he goes to Cleveland or not, uh, I love Jimmy as like just your cheapest of cheap QBs in a super flex because he will he's either gonna get cut or traded. Mm-hmm. And then agreed. Uh he's gonna he's gonna end up starting on wherever he goes. Uh I just think he's such for in the Superflex as your third QB as a shot, it's better than taking a backup QB or a rookie QB that has to compete with a veteran uh, wide receiver. I mean, a veteran QB. But, yeah, Jimmy's great value in these. All right. So. <laughs> I got him queued up. I got him queued up, Willer, if you do it. I'm leaving this podcast. I'm leaving YouTube. I'm not even going to draft. There's no way. Anymore. There's no way you got this guy in your list. I'm just doing it to cover my ass for a third. <laughs> there's no way. I just think this guy is going to start more guy. Uh, Geno Smith, I think, is going to start more games than Locke. There it is. Yeah, he was the other one. Ugh. There it is. Uh, oh, that. That isn't you, though. No, he was. No. I should be looking that direction, though. Hey, but see, that's what's scary is because if Jimmy does get cut, I can definitely see Seattle being a spot he lands in as well. That's what scares me off about either Locke or Gino. Yeah, that's a good point. See, now I'm all... I had another guy I was watching, but I should have gotten the quarterback much earlier. That got it. That got it. Should have been the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Stafford and Cousins, you're just trying to fill that that one week, right? That week seven, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't don't think that's a nail. I don't think that's a nail in the coffin. Uh, No, I mean, we're in the the double The double bye week. For a QB, but if you if you had taken Lockett instead of Gage there, that would have been that would have held a little more weight with the Geno pick. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. So you took Gage over Lockett. Lockett's value is so crazy. Why? Why is it that Lockett has fell so far? Well, the quarterback situation isn't sexy, right? So it's not. It's not just that it wasn't sexy. It's like well, it's confusing. So much of his performances like on busted plays where he had that connection with Russ. Like I think there was a large percentage of Lockett's yards. Anyway, receiving yardage came from busted plays where he would just scramble around and get open for Russ and Russ would know where to look for him. Um, And I think that's the narrative on why Russ leaving hurts Lockett the most. Um, I think it's well overblown. And you're right, I probably should have gone Lockett instead of Gage. I just, for some reason, he's a name that I'm not looking at this year, and that's a mistake. That is why I See, like drafting with other people and hearing what they have to say. Is because zero, zero, zero shares of, of Gage because now that Julio is there and Godwin seems to be on track for one plus Evans. I just don't see where Gage is going to. Uh, 
I, really? I just don't see the upside with Gage. Me personally. My my disappointment with the Geno Smith pick is that I was looking at Ingram and Joku. And that's where I should have gone. I should have gotten with that third tight end that I'm comfortable with. Now, meh. all right, there's some tight ends late that I can grab, but I would have been happier getting a tight end there. Geno Smith would have continued to slide. And now, what am I looking at? I could go there. I could go there. A lot of places I could go. Nothing too exciting. Yeah, that's the thing here. You're just trying to fit something into your roster build. You know, the uh, guy I think we all like. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. JJ Zach Greason was talking him up today, so I got to do it. Ah, Herbert. Hey, bear. Yeah, that's probably one of my. He's probably my second or third most owned running back. Yeah. Yeah, we all like him. We all, for obvious reasons. Um, all right, what am I doing here? Oh, there's, here we go. There's, there's some running backs I like again. All right, I'm going to do something here. And now it's time for these receivers. They're all value again. Yeah, the value, the value of this draft right now is, is wide receivers. Man, I, I don't know how I feel about me having three rookie running backs. Of drafting, drafting this rookie right here, Jalen Tolbert, Dallas, just too easy. Yeah, that's too a good easy. one. So you remember in our first GOAT League rookie draft this year when I drafted Tolbert over Wandale? Y'all were like, what? What did you do that for? That's the OG? Yeah. I think I got him in the super the super goat because yeah. I got him in one of those. Yeah, that's a good grab. <laughs> well, the nice thing about him is he I'm should pop myself on the back now while I got the chance, right? <laughs> he he should pop early. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. gonna get the opportunity early. And so. that was actually my thinking then is that I, I I from the beginning I have zero gallop because I don't think he's back until week eight. If he's back, um, yeah. And then add in building up the relationship with Dak as well through that time. Mm -hmm. And even if Gallup does come back, well, you know, now all of a sudden Dak has this connection with him to where it's like, oh, maybe that's a little bit harder to break. Yeah. No, I like him as well. I, Tolbert's uh, in that round of wide receivers. Uh, I like him a lot. I yeah. love all the wide receivers. Like this, where we're at right now with the wide receivers available, yeah, this is why running back. I understand running back heavy in in the beginning. Everybody wants to. It's popular to be wide receiver heavy early in the drafts and best balls, but I mean, just look. I like, gosh, so many wide receivers that are still available. Yeah, I agree. I, I've I come with the. I've started. To get, oh, there goes your. Yeah, you got naked rust now. Um. I've started to think that four wide receivers at the top is optimal. Five is fine. But you don't need more than that because you can get four or five on the in the last uh, six rounds like that you'll like getting at, at their price. I'm going to wait another two rounds, but uh, I'm just going to remember, all right, 15th round, and then I'll talk about 
what I want to talk about when it comes to wide receivers. But I'll, I'll wait until at least two rounds go. I just got to remember 15th, late 15th, early 16th round. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, starting at about the 15th round. They're actually the 14th in this one. There are some really Ooh. nice wide receiver values and some dart throw. Like McKenzie was not even being drafted until like a month ago. Yeah. During rookie, when he signed that contract, there was that burst where he was getting taken in drafts. But then after the NFL draft, and who did it? Hey, I'm big on Brevin Jordan. So JD. happy to get him there as my as my tight end too in the he's, Yeah, so he's he's if he is if Tolbert wasn't there in the 14th, I would have stacked. Uh not to say too much because players are still on the board, but yeah, I know that's what that was a stack I was trying to do, but I couldn't pass up Tolbert there. It's just too juicy. Yeah. And so, but Brevin, Brevin, Brevin is a. I, I just his upside is up there, right? That there's so many targets. Where are these targets going to go outside of Cook, right? So yep. he has just as good a chance as anybody else to to build it. So yeah, Brevin Jordan is is a great late tight end. There, there's, there's, and we talked about this on the Friday show. Guys, go check that out. By the way, we haven't even like mentioned. We're just drafting and we're buck 40 in this thing. Smash the like, guys. Smash the subscribe. We appreciate it. Help us get to 500 subs. We're almost there. You guys have been awesome in the chat. Check out our show last Friday. Wheeler was on. We had uh, Dave Turp, Theo, the OG, Fantasy, uh, 125 buy-in, 200K for first. And we talked about the late round stacks that you can build, that the sneaky stacks that are later in the drafts that are fun, you know, maybe on the, the not so sexy uh, offenses, but you can really sneak in some nice late round stacks uh, in these drafts. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to do that right now with the Henry Devontae Parker stack. Were you looking at Jacoby for that? Yes, yes, I was. I wanted to go Henry Jacoby Parker mm. was my was my game plan for these next two picks. If I was going to be in all all honesty, I would think you would get that. You know what? Like the only reason I've why got I it quite a bit. It, it's just like you guys were talking about the late round stacks. The um, the Patriots stack on all levels, Mac. Mm running back, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, I enjoy that stack very much. I feel like Myers usually goes a little bit earlier, though. Like, I was just sitting there looking at my – I think I've been looking at Myers for the past three or four rounds. Uh, Agreed. And and it's so funny when you when you brought up, you're like, oh, who was that wide receiver that got like uh, 100 targets? I'm looking, I'm like, oh, that's – and that was – he was my target, but you know what? I'll take a shot on Devontae because, yeah. again, uh, that office is – they're having troubles now, right? All of us hear it. They're having troubles, but uh, – or they're not executing where they need to be, but I think that that ship's going to right itself, and that office is going to be pretty decent this year. I like New England's offense. 
I think they'll be decent. Like, it, Jacoby Myers is the one guy I've been getting from there, though. And it, some Hunter Henry, for sure. Um, but it, all I'm thinking is they they worked hard to try to get Myers that touchdown and finally got him one. Like, the dam's going to break. Regression's going to hit. He's going to end up scoring those touchdowns where they're being called back for penalty or, you know, just he stepped out or like he's just had the worst luck at scoring the touchdowns and regression is going to hit if he keeps getting the targets. I don't see any reason why he won't continue to get the targets. I agree. And with Parker coming over there, I I took Parker hoping that, uh, hold on one second. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, to me, it all depends on whether Parker can build that relationship with um, Jones. I was going to say we're in the weeds now. We're in the 16th round. Got five rounds to go. The, these are the these are the dart throws. These are the my guys, right? These, mm-hmm. these are just, mm-hmm. You've kind of got your construction – on the path, one, two, three, four, five, six. I typically don't ever – I don't like doing – pairing up running backs, but at that late, Marlon like, Mack and – Oh, shit. I was back and pocket. And uh, I, I see what you did with the uh, – Mac and Pierce there. Um, I really wanted uh, Tyron Davis to to add to the Niners stack, but yeah, the, actually, I was I contemplating. I was contemplating TDP when I took Myers. I just, I definitely, I've liked TDP since. Uh, I think I'm, I think I have him in three of my four goat leave dynasty drafts. Um, I I have them like seventy five or eighty percent across my dynasty rosters, um, just because I think he's going to get pretty much thirty percent easy off the top um, from from day one. So, uh, see, I don't know. Like again, that, at least as someone who literally, I'm not joking. I every day I want to go through forty nine ers stuff. I, that's my team, and. Well, Man, all the running backs, every running back right now is doing very well in camp. You give me a 49er running back, I promise you, you go look them up on social media and you will find good reviews for every running back. And that's what's, that's what's scary a little bit. Uh, Mitchell, clear-cut, number one, it's everything behind him that is just throw it up in the air and see what sticks. But with the running backs that are available now, uh, he was somebody I wanted to target too. Zamir White, another my guy. Got a lot of Zamir. Yeah, I was hoping he would uh, make it. It stinks. There's a few guys that uh, JD knows are my guys. <laughs> well, that's so hard. That, it's hard when you get in these drafts with guys. It's like when I draft with Dan and, and Theo and you know Andrew. We're we're all kind of we have a lot of the same preferences, you know. 
Yeah, you guys are in each other's ear all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, you guys got the, some baller guests on, bro. Like, <laughs> yes, that's baller. what I'm saying. That, Holy shit. How, how, people, how people don't realize what you offer and the knowledge of the guys that come on you. Like, I don't listen to very many fantasy football podcasts anymore, but yours I listen to because you bring on such, like Willer was saying, ballers man like guys that not a lot of people know about but kill it that that's not the the high knowledge or, or not high knowledge high uh high followers and stuff like that or but man they i'm a big fan dude i was telling you it's a very good the guests you have on are killer appreciate that man no doubt like i yeah. said we uh i went we, i went from a headliner to chop liver Headliner from Chop Liver. I need my uh, my sound effects, my air horn. <laughs> so we're rolling, man. We're in the seventeenth round, starting the seventeenth round. The quarterbacks are kind of dripping away. You know, there's like some leftovers, crumbs, some crumbs in the plate. Paris Camel was a guy I considered. What do you got? How do you guys feel about? Uh, I saw a comment about running backs on the same team and we talked a bit, a bit about it what about receivers on the same team do you guys see any benefits of doing that uh if you don't have the quarterback i don't yes. see drawbacks to it in best ball um hey, it depends on the offense right and i think uh colt's offense is going to be sneaky powerful i mean with matt ryan and we still don't know who the the number two wide receiver is going to be there, but Campbell's definitely running as the the number two right now. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I think they're going to be better than most people expect, and uh, it it sounds like Cam. Well, that's a, Campbell is all about injuries, right? Like that's the only thing that's held him back. He he had good draft capital. He is a hyper good athlete he's got size if i'm not mistaken like he's got all the tools he's there but he's just been injured and some rather obscure kind of not common injuries from what i remember off the top of my head i could be wrong about that it's probably a hamstring or something but for some reason in my head it's like he's just had some odd injuries that have really taken him out of it for extended periods You get uh, who was that, Wheeler? Um, Campbell. Oh, Campbell. Yeah, no, that's why. That's why I asked. Because yeah, he's he's uh, he's definitely been bit with the injury uh, the injury bug. I grabbed I grabbed his teammate Moali Cox, stacked him with Pittman. I like Cox at his value. I mean, tight end premium. He can return really nicely. Yeah, you're Cox. But Alec Alec Pierce is getting some buzz too yeah. for the. The Colts. I wanted to make sure he was already taking me before I said anything about it. But, yeah, yeah. Good call. Uh, the etiquette. The etiquette. Good call. Uh, but Alec Pierce is. I like him a lot. I've been. I've actually been backdoor stacking uh, the Colts as well with Matt Ryan and uh, either Pierce or Campbell. Hmm. I heard it. Mm, was that 
for Jared McKinnon or Marvin Jones? <laughs> uh, let's see. Neither. And I was looking at what's left. <laughs> I was there just seconds ago. So, and Marvin Jones is another my guy. I know. I started talking, and and let's see. Yeah, <laughs> I got into the same predicament. The oh shit. Um. Yeah, Marvin Jones, like just a, another guy in that Jacksonville offense that uh, survived. That's who I wanted was Marvin Jones. All right, good. He can, he can get you like a couple of spike weeks, you know, like yeah. those are the guys in this round. You're hoping they give you two or three spike weeks. I mean, not only that, it could be the wide receiver one there, right? Yeah. You got Jones and Myers that after the 15th round can both be wide receiver ones in their rightful offenses. Yeah. That's, that's kind of why I like, I don't mind going running back heavy at the top sometime. Or grabbing, like, I would grab a, rather grab a premium tight end somewhere in that mix. And, but FFPC, they, you know, they go quicker. I've been totally off of Logan Thomas. Either one of you guys like Logan Thomas at all for any reason? I like him, uh, again, just like we were talking about, who's going to be the second target? Logan Thomas right now is injured. Well, I keep forgetting who's... the ninth spot. I didn't even see you took him. There you go. Yeah, tell me why you like him. There you go. <laughs> so he just put his foot in his mouth. That's all. No, no. It, it, again, that's another offense. Who do we know is going to be the uh, the second wide receiver there? Yeah. And he's injured now, but my third tight end. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah, I, I, early on when I thought Logan Thomas was going to be back relatively soon or early in the season, I was definitely scooping him up in these late, late rounds. But uh, from what I understand, that he he had I have to I have to go back and look and see what the injuries were. But I believe it was like two semi major injuries um, that it's going to take him longer than just to six weeks or so at the beginning of the season. Like there, there's questions as to whether he's actually going to come back. Hey, I was debating him and Conklin who in this format, Conklin's a wow. very good, I a lot of positive him. things coming out. I thought uh, he'd fall. I thought he'd fall to me here. I was going to take him as my fourth tight end to stack him with um, Zach Wilson. I didn't realize he would go a little earlier. There's a few guys that I kind of should have taken um I like, the other the other one I was hoping would fall is Eno Eno Benjamin as mm. the RB2 right now in uh hey that and that's we've talked about that too where again he was one of my but I'm gonna go this late I'm gonna take my just like I was talking about with the Niners. Trey Sherman's been doing well in camp. Yeah, and yep. he was a third round pick last year, so just because he didn't do whatever, he was in a doghouse like I used. But um, just like we were talking about with Payne, same with Sherman. They're both third round picks. One was last year, one was this year, and it's just going to come down to a camp battle. He's also been working out with Dalvin, I believe. Yes. Um. 
So I heard that, and I, I, that makes he's sense. Come, like, he's coming to camp. He's coming to camp very they, in shape. Uh, Shanahan has actually spoken highly about him and saying that he's he's done better. But as a dart throw running back right now with no running backs available on it. I'm kind of torn between some hype and somebody JD was talking about. I'm I'm grabbing Janu, going to stack him with Myers and see what happens there. Um, you said last year they paid. Was it last year? Or two years ago now, I guess. Last year. Was it last year they paid Henry and Janu? Um, yeah, but Janu got the the bigger end of that of that money for sure. Right. And I I believe I've heard a report lately that they're lining him up all over the place. Like they initially talked about when they signed them. Um, so I don't know. Cross my fingers. That's a dart. Right. And I figured that's all these, that's what everything we're doing right now is, is, is darts. Yeah. Throwing another Cleveland Brown dart. People's Jones. Yeah, I like that dart. They, that was on my radar. If, uh, and you wanted to stack him because you think Jimmy's going to Cleveland? If he goes there. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, Njoku? I think it'd be good for – I think it'd be good. I love Njoku. Njoku. Yeah, that's crazy value too. Yeah, he just went uh, – where is he? Yeah, he went uh, like way, way back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're at now, yeah. I, I basically, good. I basically had to choose between him and Jimmy G, so that's why I went Jimmy G there. Yeah, I think I, he I, has. I like him a lot as a tight end. There goes the other one right there. Dolchich, yeah, I, I, yeah. I you might go there to stack to get your little. But see, I there's hype. There's hype about it. it Right now, what he's doing, but just just the other day, Albert O. I think it was like yesterday or day before of of how well he was. Oh, now he's connected with Russell Wilson. It's like uh, on that offense. I'm sorry, I, I just can't buy into the second tight end. And even if it, I I just don't think he's excelling Albert O. Enough to be like, hey, Albert O. See you later. We're going this route. Yeah, I hear you. Um. JD just pointed out Friday. Uh, I believe JD took him to Friday's draft as to his thinking behind it, where Dolchich is really a receiver, or uh, maybe it was um, Theo explaining it. Uh, in college, he was a receiver for his first two years. Um, yeah, I think that's Theo. All the way through. Yeah. So if Dolchich takes some of the um, Tim Patrick work that excludes that pushes um, what's the name Alberto back into the inline tight end position. Um, like if they drafted a blocking tight end, I could see Alberto exploding this year. But the fact that it's really almost purely a pass catching tight end, Alberto is going to when there's two tight ends on the field, Alberto will be in line. That's just my thinking. Not that either are bad. I just, you know, 
I muted Jason because he's squeaking again. I don't know if it's his mouth or mouse or there's something. Yeah, you should let me know. I've been I've been trying to mute myself, but uh, I've been going without unmuted. I'm like, okay, maybe the squeaking's gone. I think I've just gotten used to it. I, I stopped hearing it. Now, now that you pointed out, I noticed it's gone though. <laughs> hmm. All right, I'm gonna throw another running back in there. I think. Yeah, another rookie. To look at one, but yeah, a little Hassan Haskins. Definitely on my radar. Theo likes him a lot, right? Yep. Mm. Oh shit! Wait a second. You're up. He's still here. Who is it? Van Jefferson. He got a knee scope. He's not even gonna miss the game. There it's really just the stack. It's like a stack, yeah, there you go. Heck, I didn't I wouldn't even look in that direction and just let me see what wide receivers are there. Yeah, it's a stack and I mean he was going in the wide receiver sixty or so. Wide receiver between wide receiver sixty and wide receiver sixty five. He Van Jefferson was fourteenth round pick ninety percent of the time. Uh, just even a month ago to get him at 19th round. I'll take that all day. He's not even a my guy. That's just too much value to pass up. But I should be looking running back. Oh, I know who I want. <laughs> it's kind of a joke, but I get to pull the trigger on it. Uh, last pick. Last pick of the uh, – we're going into the last pick. round here, 20th round. Being super flex, I could just – Take my chances and lock that up too. Hmm. <laughs> Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow, it didn't even realize it just did that. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm an idiot. Um, I'm only gonna. Oh, where I can't even find him. He's so far down. I'm only going to take this guy because we're live streaming. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you know, you got it. And I'm not going to lock it up. Well, unless somebody else, unless somebody else was paying attention Friday as to who I wanted to take. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, there's Tristan Ebner. That's uh, Eric, the Shiva. That's his guy. I, I do like that. He it, Somebody compared Ebner to Tariq Cohen. Like play that Tariq Cohen role when he did when he was with Chicago, but um, so this year's Corderell Patterson is none other than my man. Oh my God, he's still alive, Duke Johnson. Wow, I've had a lot of Duke Johnson over the years, and I don't know. <laughs> at, a cer- at a certain point. Almost a negative chance that that ever happens. But who thought at this point last year, Corderell Patterson would have exploded like he did? That's because Cordell Patterson was a wide receiver. Right. I get it. I get it. And Duke Johnson is University of Miami's all-time leading rusher. So I can't. I can't say anything. <laughs> I, I just took Ty Montgomery before you took Duke Johnson. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I was wondering about uh, that. Ty's been getting some good pub from He's, New England. Yeah. And then and then White retires, right? And yeah. I, he is the he's the receiving back. I, I know uh, there is Stevenson a, has been getting getting some receiving work, but uh, there is a player again. One of those guys get injured, especially if if Stevenson gets injured. Ty Montgomery, but it, Will is right. He's been getting some, uh, and with James White retirement mm-hmm. as my second to last pick, you know what. I'm I'm hedging I'm hedging against uh, Jason's team here with my last pick. I'm going to take Malik Willis. Going to win me this league right here. Boom! Boom. With the highlight touchdown tonight, got to take him. Got to take the kid. Yeah, watch some preseason, shouldn't I? Little Haskins Willis stack there in the back. The back end. Little sneaky, sneaky. I like that. I was actually looking at Pierre Strong as well. Yeah, he it's so funny. He was the last guy in my um in my queue. Yeah. He's probably the smart pick. Like Especially uh, with the with the white news. Yeah. If well that was why uh um Jason got Ty Montgomery. But I think if we weren't live streaming, I wouldn't have gone Duke Johnson. I would have gone Pierre Strong though. Uh with then uh it's, I was going to say some consideration for Snoop Connor, but it looks like Robinson's are going to at least disrupt any. Yes, I was getting so much Snoop because I, I didn't think James Robinson was going to be back at least until half the season. Now he came back and it's like, bah. yeah, Snoop was a favorite one of mine to pick in the back end of all the drafts. Until James Robinson can, and then I just avoid it altogether. Tristan Ebner's a running back in Chicago. FYI, famous Jay asking, and he's asking if he should hold on to T.Y. Hilton on his dynasty team. I mean, until no. you have something, no. you know, until you have something better. No, why not? no, an empty spot is better than T.Y. <laughs> T.Y.'s dust. He's going. He's going to Green Bay, man. What are you talking about? Where every receiver goes to exactly, <laughs> exactly in every trade. All right, so same with Will. Hey, Will Fuller, same thing, right? Will Fuller is going to uh, Green Bay as well. All Will right, Fuller. guys, let's let's we're at, we're at we're over two hours here. Let's let's run through each of our rosters. Who wants to go first? Run through your roster, highlight what you like, don't like anything uh, that stands out. Maybe your favorite pick or something. You want to go first, Jason? You... Can't hear him. He's on All right. He's on I'll, take, I'll go first. Uh, I, I like the Christian McCaffrey pick because I was able to get two solid quarterbacks coming back um, with Stafford and Cousins. Um, come back with two high-quality receivers and Mike Evans and Cortland Sutton. Really happy there. I... <laughs> Should not have grabbed Acres. I would have preferred Allen Robinson there. Um, Acres probably wouldn't have come back. I would have still been waiting on a set. I would have rather gotten a quarterback than Dallas Goddard. I, not that I dislike Goddard. I think he'll do just fine. But um, it's an auto pick. You always think about the auto pick. Yeah, 
he was obviously in the top of my queue, but <laughs> I was definitely looking at which quarterback I was going to go with. And I was trying to talk myself into Baker. will make it back. I don't need to go quarterback. And I'm looking at JK Dobbins. JK Dobbins is a favorite of mine. That's what I would have done. If I went Allen Robinson instead of acres, I would have jumped all over Dobbins in the seventh. He's the last one in that tier Dobbins for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, that's, I have him. Uh, it, it's got to be over 50% at this point, just because he's going in a non super flex in the sixth round every time. And he was going even cheaper, like another round or two back. Right. Um, so if I went Robinson instead of Akers, grabbing the, Dobbins on the way back, it still leaves me fragile at that third quarterback. And really, I was focused on the third quarterback because. They have the same. My two quarterbacks have the same bye week. Like if I had two different quarterback, uh, two different bye weeks, I probably wouldn't have worried about it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but, I mean, how how sexy can a Geno Smith pick be? And right, draft, right. I mean, can he last half? The, like if he can last through week seven, it's not a bad pick. But you're right. If I grab Lockett instead of Gage, the Smith pick looks a little bit better. A little, yeah. Holds um, a little more weight. But I mean, not bad overall. Michael Thomas, I like. I think he's a value. I talked about that. Adam Thielen was strictly for the stack. I actually, the two wide receivers that went after Thielen, Burks, and Ayuk, I prefer generally. But I guess, uh, and even Renfro. Um, who is it? Dwayne McFarlane, I think, was talking up Renfro. Mm-hmm. Is either, right. Renfro is a great value. Um, I wasn't sure if it was him or Hayden Winks, but I think I think it was on a Goat podcast that Dwayne was talking about Renfro. Could have been anyway. Um, uh, G- Gibson's fallen too. Antonio Gibson, that like he's in a non-super flex. He's going in the eighth or ninth round. It's just at a certain point you got to take a guy like Gibson. I mean, yeah. he's you know he's showed huge bursts, those huge plays. Mm-hmm. If he could stay healthy, man, he could he could be a league winner. You know, like I went and took Ceh because he's sliding through a value, but like Gibson was going at that two three turn last year, right? Like he was even going in the second last. He was, year. He was yeah, up there. He was probably up there too, but like. Gibson has slipped. I think at the beginning of this season, Gibson was getting drafted in the third round, maybe the fourth round. So he's really split. Um, Sorry, guys. I don't know why my thing keeps sleeping on me, my laptop for some reason. And it's kicking me out of the the screen. I haven't even noticed. Sorry, Um, go ahead, Wheeler. So, yeah, then I got CEH and then Gage just because I always tend to see his name, even though I have a ton of them. Yeah. He's like, and Jason made a good point. I should, I need to be looking at Lockett where I'm looking at Gate because Lockett's just too much of a value at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Higby was strictly because of the stack. I was actually thinking while I was picking Higby, I'm like, I can grab Ingram or Njoku in the next round. I think I should be good. But then when you took Garoppolo, I started getting antsy about my quarterback. Jumped on Gino way too early. Gino probably goes another like three, four rounds later. Uh, but yeah, you, you got me triggered. And then I missed out on the Ingram and Njoku. And even the Hooper, Hooper went a little bit earlier than I thought. Yeah, I noticed that. 
Um, but coming back with Herbert and Myers, and I like Jamal Williams. Um, I took Jamal Williams in Friday's draft too, and I think Theo was asking like, um, or somebody was asking about um, Justin Jackson, who's also there. And look, Jamal Williams has all of the skills. This coaching staff went out and got him. And did you give hear him or see him on Twitter yes. giving his hype speech? Yes. No, he's like, he's a he's a leader. He's like a he's a dressing yeah. room guy on top of what he offers on the field. He's essentially a captain. Like if yeah. Swift goes down, it's Jamal all the way. There's no doubt about it. And you might see Jamal in the two minute drill. You might see him getting goal line stuff. He'll but, play enough. He was injured last yeah. year, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's. I think it was a, a. I think he was getting the majority of the touches before he went down too. Not that that's going to happen again, but you know, maybe it starts out at sixty forty, or even if it's sixty five thirty five, he's going to get opportunity. Um, they definitely coexisted, uh, yeah. Swift and Williams, until he got injured. Right. And then, you know, finishing up, Marvin Jones is just a favorite of mine. I haven't, his name pops out at me in every draft. He could be, we talked about, could be in our wide receiver one on that team. Uh, Janu, just because he followed the money. Van Jefferson's a stack, and Duke Johnson is my claim to fame. Going to win me <laughs> My claim to fame. All right. So that's that's Wheeler. He was out of the seven spot. Just to speed this up a bit, Jason, I'm gonna read off your team and I'll ask you a couple questions. Maybe let me know what your you know your favorite pick in there, if there's anything you change. But you have Russell Wilson, Trey Lance, and Tannehill, uh, who you got in the seventh as your quarterbacks. You got Derek Henry, you waited a uh, many rounds. Uh what is that? Eight rounds till you got James Cook as your RB2. Then Damian Pierce, Tyler Algier, Marlon Mack, Trey Sermon, Ty Montgomery. Uh, rounds off your running backs. Kittle, Hunter Henry, and Logan Thomas at tight end. McLaurin, Deontay, Elijah Moore, you snipe me. Ayuk with your stack. Woods with your stack. Devontae Parker. And then David Bell at the end, which is a nice uh, little flyer. How did you uh, like your draft, Jason? Any uh, Anything stand out? Yeah, I, I can make this very quick for you. Uh, Superflex are just in regular uh, drafts. If you're drafting Trey Lance, you got to have a, a solid backup for Trey Lance just as insurance. So happy to get Tannehill. Don't like that I have three rookie running backs as a possible running two. Uh, very happy with the getting my starting wide receiver. Terry McLaurin at 509 and Deontay Johnson at 604. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just like that I'm very heavy on top tight end this year. And then Hunter Henry as the, I think we talked about the red zone threat for New England. I mean, if Marlon Mack does actually start the season and get you a few weeks, you're golden because then you can fall back on your, you know, those running rookie running backs, your Trey Sermons, if he pops uh, a bit later. And this is, and that's why I got to put him with Pierce as well. So yeah. now I got Mac. If you know, I at least get, Oh, that's true. If Mac, one of in, Houston's options. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I don't usually like stocking. And I think you even mentioned that how you don't like, yeah, that. I'm not a big fan of it, but that scene for the value where they were going and, and at least to lock up one backfield that likes to be, you know, 
just run one running back. So, yeah, that kind of worked out for me. That's actually a perfect example of what I was trying to talk about on Friday, but at that time I was probably too stoned. Like if you're getting, if you're handcuffing your the RB one and RB two or the one A and one B on a team in the second half of a draft, you're gold. Like if yeah. if they should get between the two of them, they should get eighty percent of the you're, touches. You're back. looking. You're looking for fractional. Right? right, you're looking for like again a handful of weeks at most out of these bottom guys. So if you put guys together that you think could complement and give you more, you're not capping the upside because you're just looking for the spike weeks. Right? You're going to get like a, a flex worthy start combined out of them. You should get a flex worthy start ten times. No, between the two of them, did they score ten touchdowns? Like that's really what you're looking at. Yeah, I think. Yeah, four and six, they both catch passes too, right? Like they're they're not inept at it anyway. And I especially mean, especially with the with the rookie running backs, those those three, right. you, you kind of made up. You kind of have a safety blanket there with the Houston backfield. Yeah, that's that was when I seen Mac available. I was sitting there because I've gotten sniped a few times in this draft, and I'm like, I'm like, just let me lock up that because I realized that I was taking the running backs, my second running back, super late. And yeah, very happy with how that turned out. But uh, all in all, very happy. I at least got one uh, stack with our the big stack with Lance, Ayuk, and Kittle. That's I'm going to say that's at least fifty percent of all the 49ers touchdowns right there locked up on that team. I would say more than that. Yeah, I'm just saying the at least right at least yeah. Well, it's a nice build, man. It's a nice build. I like both your rosters. I'll run through mine quick out of the five spot. Kyler Murray was the first pick. Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook with back-to-back running backs. A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown to stack with Murray. Then I took my QB2 in the seventh with Zach Wilson. Amari Cooper setting up a later stack. DeAndre Hopkins to add to my Arizona stack. And then my RB3, Kareem Hunt, my RB4, Kenneth Gainwell, whom I love drafting. Uh, can't stop drafting him. Irv Smith as my tight end, tight end one. My tight end didn't end up too badly, uh, considering I waited till the 11th round in a tight end preem, ended up with Brevin Jordan and Moali Cox. Uh, added Zamir White and Hassan Askin, a couple of rookies with upside at the running back position. And then uh, Tolbert and Peoples-Jones, for the stack and Tolbert just even by himself. I love uh, what he offers in the 14th round Uh, Malik Willis, a little flyer to add to the Askins uh, stack Uh, last round of a super flex tournament. I don't mind throwing a flyer there. Pretty happy with how it went. Uh, Nothing really surprising. I don't find, Uh, I think we each have, you know, kind of a, we're telling a story, you know, with our rosters and that's what, what we, what we talk about often on the show. And, that's what you got to do. Even, you know, we started talking the the guy in the two spot got really interesting, but then you got to look, he's really has to hit on these running backs. I think he maybe waited a little too long. That's probably the only team. Um, otherwise I like what he did, but Rashad white and Isaiah Spillers as your first two running backs, it's going to be hard when you got to start two. Um, Cause I don't know that Foreman McKissick Evans and, and Gus Edwards will fill enough weeks. Um, otherwise I think, 
a lot of good drafters in this in this draft. This was fun, guys. Make sure you check out uh, Wheeler at FF underscore Wheeler. Jason at Jason. Is it T-I-L? What is it? Jason? I Jason say. Filt. F-I-L-T. F-I-L-T. That's it. I was going to say tilt for some reason. Filt uh, on Twitter. Just both of them. Wealth and knowledge. Uh, Wheeler, congrats again. Uh, joining the uh, 33rd team over there uh, with Larky and the crew. Guys, myffpc.com. You're watching this in August over two hours. You're probably already on the site. If you're not, make sure you tag me or at this goat, at goat district uh, on the Twitter machine. We'll hook you up with a sign up bonus. Right now they got all kinds of stuff going on guys. Like it's a, it's a no brainer. You can play the, uh, the tournament we played tonight, $35 entry, 10 grand for first. You've got the, uh, let me get that, that out of the, uh, off the screen. So you guys can see that better. You've got the Superflex 2, which just started. So, you know, get as many entries as you can in there, guys. You've got the main event, which they're starting to, to you can schedule your live drafts uh, starting August 12th. You've got the slow drafts that are running right now. And then you've got the football guys, uh, 350 buy-in, 500 grand for first. It's a no-brainer. Probably the funnest tournament, I think, uh, redraft-wise. Uh, that is not best ball right now is the football guys. It's, it's actually what brings a lot of people to the FFPC. So check that out. And um, guys, this was a blast, man. It was fun uh, talking with you guys, hanging out for a couple hours on a Thursday night. We got some football so we can go watch some highlights. And uh, we'll be back next week, guys, with a star-studded roster as we always do here in the district. Thanks for hanging with us, and we'll check you all later. Go district. <laughs> bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep bleep ball, and I bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, 'cause I bleep bleep bleep. Hey, bleeding a ball, defeated the ice and see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie, and that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know, dudes draft and they don't do bad and they don't lose. Make you wanna bleep bleep bleep. It's the goat district, boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Yeah. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I laugh. The critics, yeah. they mad at the digits. Yeah. I clap back by listening. Yeah. See, ballin' ain't a problem if you kick it with them off. And I refresh the feet till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go.